Hey there. Welcome to the Loco Travel Life Podcast, where we, two moms and sisters, share our experiences of traveling with our kiddos. I'm Lindsay, or as my nephews call me, Lolo. And I'm Carly, aka Auntie Coco, and we're your hosts. Navigating naps and bedtimes can be tricky, or maybe trickier for some than others. On today's episode, we are going to talk about our very different perspectives on how we navigate naps and bedtimes on trips. Coco, can you tell us what's your travel style when it comes to naps and bedtimes on vacations? This will probably come as no surprise. Very true to my personality. We go with the flow. I'm known to push my kids and pay the price when we get home from a trip. Bedtime can sometimes be a struggle, but Ryan and I feel the cost reward there is best for our family. My kids let me know or fall asleep anywhere for a nap if needed. Hold the phone here. I think we need to talk a little bit more about your kids can kind of fall asleep anywhere because we need to tell a story here about McCoy and the places that he's fallen asleep. McCoy can, honest to goodness, fall asleep anywhere. Most recently, and some of my favorites are him falling asleep on my lap at my OB appointments with me, and I move him to the chair, and he stays asleep. And the nurses are just dumbfounded that he can just do that. Also, today even, he fell asleep in the car about 10 minutes before Ryan and I made it to dinner. We moved him from the car, and he never woke up. So he slept on Ryan's lap in the booth at the restaurant the entire time. That's just wild. I mean, he truly can fall asleep anywhere. I love getting the text updates from my brother-in-law, Ryan, of on this edition of where McCoy fell asleep. It is just hysterical. It is pretty great. I can tell you, though, Monroe is not that way at all, and neither is my nephew, Kai. They just are not those kids, and it's totally fine. I'm thankful I have one of them. We'll see what happens with this third one. So, Lolo, what about you? I am very much a schedule and routine kind of person. I also think Kai thrives on a schedule. We are the schedule people. Sleep at home mimics, for the most part, what we strive for on vacation. Six out of seven nights of the week, we do bath time at 6.30, books for 10 minutes, and in his crib by 7 p.m. We are very consistent at a 7 p.m. bedtime for the most part. Yes, they are very consistent because we are often calling to just check in and see how was Kai's day. And we know that if it's past 6.30, it's bedtime at their household. And it does make it a little bit challenging for us to connect. They're an hour behind us. And you wouldn't think that that makes a big difference, but with a toddler that goes to bed at 7 p.m., it really does make a huge difference. Circling back to our travel style and how we nap Kai on trips is that we keep him on his schedule. So he naps from 1 to 3 p.m. He's in daycare and they have a consistent nap routine. So that's what we try to match on the weekends and when we're on trips. I tend to plan activities and our trip based on Kai's nap and his sleep schedule. Coco, can you tell me about any potential downsides of your travel style? 
there are definitely downsides to the way we travel with naps and bedtimes. It happens. My kids tend to get overtired and we'll get cranky. Can you talk about a time recently where you maybe experienced a meltdown because they missed a nap and how you kind of navigated through that? You know, I was thinking about this, truly looking at what does a meltdown look like for my kids. Honestly, I was struggling a little bit because we intervene with them before a total and complete meltdown happens. Just because we know our kids and we're spending time with them and understand their cues. I think our biggest tell is one cries and the other just gets super silly, little sassy, and we just need to put them to bed. I don't think that either of my children really have ever thrown a super big meltdown, if I'm being honest. And I'm not trying to sugarcoat my life and I'm not saying my kids are perfect. None of that. It's just, I don't know that we've ever really truly experienced a great meltdown. But that makes sense. You're paying attention to their cues. You're focusing on them. You're aware, hey, they didn't get a nap today, so they might be a little bit crankier. And you're making those decisions to make sure you're tuning into your kids and your style of travel. Maybe that's why it's been so effective for you and your flexibility in your schedule. Yeah, definitely. I think it helps. Another thing that we will use on vacation, especially when we know that we've pushed our kids and they're a little on edge and they're a little bit overstimulated, we will give them technology, let them have some extra screen time, which I know is a huge debate in the world of children, but we're on vacation. We've normally gone, 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 gone all day long. So that little bit of a breather helps them and it helps us as parents stay sane. I get that. Can you talk about a pro to your travel style? Flexibility. I mean, we're not tied down to any specific routine or schedule, which is helpful because a lot of times our trips are short and quick. We want to get as much out of them as we possibly can. Recently, we took a quick family trip into Ohio for Kai's second birthday. If you remember, that's about a 500-mile trip for us. We were in town approximately 36 hours, really just in and out for the family celebration. This is part of the loco in us, 36 hours in Ohio to visit Kai Guy to celebrate his second birthday. So that wouldn't make navigating naps or sleep difficult at all. Right. Having expectations of what's going to happen for bedtime or not happen for bedtime, nap time. I just feel like it all goes out the window. It was a fine trip. We enjoyed it. We maximized everything with bedtimes and nap times as best as we could. The only downside is it definitely was hard because Kai and McCoy and Monroe are, of course, always almost on opposite nap schedules. So it does limit their time together, but it's only a season right now. And we do everything we can to highlight the time that they do have together. Makes it worth it. All right, Lolo, what about your nap and bedtime style? What are some pros and cons? Tell us. A con of our travel style is we can miss out on different things because we do try to stick to our schedule if we can. As Coco mentioned, they were here for Kai's second birthday and we had a park party. We spent all morning at the park. I knew we were going to nap Kai from one to three. 
I would have loved to have pushed him, but we were looking at his day and he had already spent so much time outside and playing that we knew skipping that nap wasn't going to be the best decision for Kai. Yeah, we did miss out on a little bit of family time, but we also had really great quality family time at the park and playing with our family and friends. I also think too, Lolo, you and I have like an understanding of the different styles that we use with our families, which helps us. We're also very respectful of how each other travels. Something that not everybody has, but we strive to do so it doesn't cause any tension between us, especially when we're traveling and trying to get things in together. Yes, I 100% agree with that. I am so thankful for your support and our family support and understanding when we make those hard choices. Let's talk about pros, predictability. I know Kai will be in bed at seven o'clock. That's really important for us on vacation as well because then I know that as an adult, I'm gonna get that time to recharge and relax. This predictability made our nights on vacation in Hawaii enjoyable as a couple. When I would grab dinner to go and spend quality time at our hotel or Airbnb while Kai was sleeping and preparing for the next day's adventures. And I'm so thankful we had dedicated family time throughout the day with Kai, but also time to rest and relax in the evenings as just mom and dad. I definitely think that that's a con of our style for Ryan and I, because there's not very often that we actually get downtime together. Definitely helpful to have these different perspectives so that our listeners can know what are the pros and cons. I don't think that there's any perfect bed and nap time routine. There's going to be pros and cons to each decision that you make. Just being aware of that and thinking through that as you plan for your trip so you know what to expect. Another pro is having a well-rested kiddo. It just makes it so much easier for us to travel when he's rested. We've talked a lot about our preferences, how we like to travel. If a fellow mama out there called and asked you for travel advice when it comes to nap and bedtime, what advice would you give? Be flexible. Honestly, that's what I'm going to say time and time again, because sometimes when we set ourselves up for unrealistic expectations, they're going to come crashing down. If your child naps and sticks to the schedule like you're used to at home, great. If they don't, just pivot. Take a deep breath, evaluate where you're at, and realize this is a moment in time of the trip, and it will pass. You probably won't even remember it tomorrow. I'm not saying that being flexible is all it's cracked up to be either because I do pay the consequences sometimes of that flexibility. It is something that I would tell any mama out there, just roll with it. Let it go and you got it. What about you, Lolo? If someone relates to your nap and bedtime style, what advice would you give them? Building on your theme, flexibility. I do like to keep our schedule if we can. But I've also found and resonate so much with you talking about being flexible, not going to go perfectly every time. And it's not going to look like what you maybe envisioned. I'd also say to think about your bedtime routine and what that looks like at home. Do you want to keep that schedule on your trip or do you want to change it? Give yourself permission to be okay with being the mom or the family who keeps their kiddos on their sleep schedules, or if you don't keep them on their sleep schedules, be okay with the decision that you're making because you as the mom, you know your kiddos best. Trust your instincts and give yourself permission 
to do what you find the most beneficial to you and your family. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you're listening on an Apple device, please leave us a review. We'd also love to connect with you. So head on over to Loco Travel Life on Instagram or join our Facebook group, Loco Travel Life. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Loco Travel Life podcast. Until next time, Loco Travel Lifers, get out there, face the loco, and enjoy your next adventure. You've got this.